Welcome, nerds and nerdettes, to Nerd Overdrive, Phoenix Overdrive's official podcast. I am your host and moderator and a maestro of the PC Master Race, Lee Navarro. And with me, as always, are our game gurus, the queen of the guild, Becky Rubin Navarro. Hey, guys, what's up? E sounds like a pooping El Capitan Ray Osorio. Ahoy, guys. Rise above. What's going on? <laughs> that was so uncalled for on my part. Oh. I mean, you like to be extra. I mean, look at, look at the computer right there behind you. That yeah. that kind of that kind of says everything we need to know about your personality there. He is very extra. I mean, just even look at his shirt. <laughs> Always in control. You bought me this shirt, so I know don't I even. did. Until the you, tech tells him otherwise. <laughs> he tries. You, you are party to my extra. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's not wrong, Becky. You do enable the extra very well. Well, that's just because I'm like, whatever, honey. Go ahead. Have fun. Whatever makes you happy, right? <laughs> go, go. Go, go. Get out, yeah. my, get, get out of my face. <laughs> what? what? Get out. Anyway, what's up? We're back. Episode two. <laughs> we did it. I know. Not a, not his real commitment right here. <laughs> Two episodes, man. We're back together in a row, and all of in us row. together, and I not know. and not a year separating. <laughs> 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 not a year's worth of separation. But um, anyway, yeah, we're back. It's the weekend, Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Um, you know, remember our uh, our veterans who have made the ultimate sacrifice for for us for our freedoms. Um, so what of what have we been doing this weekend? Uh, Ray, you go first because you know I did what Becky did. So uh, dying dying of uh, migraine. Still, <laughs> I took my meds. You are like hardcore into that migraine simulator one hundred and one, man. Uh, gotta... what, what it is is it's just the weather changing, and then it's gonna. F- kick right back into like overdrive for lack of a better word it's going to kick back into overdrive here coming up when we hit those with the high pressure again with the hot Bro. temperatures coming yeah. oh, i'm, I'm going to tell I'm you this dying stop, Tuesday, Wednesday. stop recording migraine overdrive yeah I, I really do need to stop but it's just it's just or maybe i need to start maybe maybe that's the thing maybe i need to do it just to get it out of the way Pretty put much. it out there into the universe and maybe it'll go away but just that and um so i had a little bit of what's funny is i had kid free time which is like yeah woo, i'm gonna do all this stuff and then i did like half of it yeah Mm -hmm. like i didn't even get a chance to have fun with game night yesterday because i was just like ah i was well i slept for 10 hours the the good news is that we learned an important lesson about reading prior to trying things out (laughs) because so for anybody who doesn't know in regards to our personal circle, obviously we're all friends. We've been hosting a virtual game night every single week, every single Saturday night. That's just what we do. We virtually get together with our friends because that's the responsible adult thing to do is social distancing. And we're, you know, gamers. So we're really good at social distancing and resources. And we have tried different games out. So we tried We've tried Jackbox. We've tried Virtual Cards Against Humanity. We have tried um, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes and all of these different things. So one of our friends actually bought um, on Groupon this really cool escape room game. Little did we know, because we weren't paying attention when we looked into it, you actually need to print stuff out and you need pen and paper and your mobile device. 
So with that being said, we're all sitting here thinking it's similar to keep talking and nobody explodes where you're going through the instructions and decoding and stuff like that. We had to have someone pull out Photoshop like super fast to try to rearrange some pieces of paper and things like that. And then we're looking at this, we're going, we weren't prepared for this. We were not prepared. And it says on their website, like if you actually go to the website, you need to print stuff out. So it was just a big epic fail on our part for testing this out. So we ended up going to Jackbox games, you know, and, and doing some of those games just because it's like our fallback when we're not sure what we want to do. But yeah, there's there, there wasn't a, a whole lot that you missed out on Ray last night because by the time we finally got through the setup and all of that, it was like, crap <laughs> i had to share my contact on my phone because it was a it was a phone-based app and i wasn't about to pull out the android emulator i was like no i'm not gonna do this right now so i i did a screen share via zoom which worked out great except you can't control the volume within zoom on the phone so it was like okay audio is a little loud can't hear you what what huh? <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> so anyway not to uh cut you off there but um yeah so what else did you did you just die of the migraine after that was that uh, yeah i just i passed out for you know like friday night i ended up hanging out with the kids because they were with me till yesterday instead of going home friday like they normally do now um so we hung out we watched movies and then um i played a little bit of destiny friday night and then um then yesterday was just kind of like hung out with them until they went home. And then I just proceeded to just pass out and die. Like when I was just like, whatever. And then you're like, I'm like, yeah, I got to be like nine o'clock. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to make it guys. And then I woke up this morning and I saw the message from Lee like, Hey, are we recording today? I'm like, yeah, I'm slightly better, but I'll, I'll manage, you know, I'll, I'll get through it. Um, but other than that, uh, today it's just going to be prepping stuff. Cause I'm going to do some food and stuff for tomorrow. Um, like I'm going to make uh, some pasta salad and I'm actually making like a banana pudding and probably start marinating my pulled pork. Well, actually I'm doing pulled chicken instead of pulled pork, but you know, that kind of stuff and burgers, dogs, you know, the, the normal, like, you know, cookie cookout kind of stuff, you know? So, so typical, like American, nothing, yeah. nothing exciting and, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing also- exciting or anything, even though, Somebody got me talking about, I think it was like Stacy got me talking about coochie fritos and stuff. And I'm like, oh, what's up? But I don't want to make it. You just don't feel good enough to right now. No, I just, I really don't. Like, I'm, it's going to be a struggle to get through, but pasta salad is, you know, easy enough, you know, and, you know, banana pudding is easy. I just got to put the pudding together and, you know, slice the bananas and stuff like that. You know, that stuff's easy, but, you know. Other than that, that's it, you know, just kind of hanging out. But I'm definitely going to be downloading that Crucible game. Um, I had heard about it, but I, I never really thought too much about looking into it because I'm already got so much on my gaming plate as it is, you know, because I just jump back into Destiny and there's like 18 bajillion different things that I'll get done in like a week. And then after that, I'll be like, yep, I don't have anything else to do. Yeah. But, um, you know, then Fantasy Star Online 2 is coming out this Tuesday. So I'm, I'm hype or Wednesday. I mean, so I'm hyped to jump back into that. So I'm just like, Ooh, gimme, gimme, because I've been wanting to play that game since 2012. But other than that, it's, that's, it's typical weekend. I am going to be anxiously awaiting. Hopefully Lee can get my PC started. Cause I'm anxiously like chomping at the bit to like, want to get that thing going and get it back and start rocking and rolling. You know, that could be today. 
If not today, definitely tomorrow morning. I want to stream it for you, just for your benefit. Just so I can watch it and just, just so you can watch kinda, it and kind of do the the Wolverine meme, like like stroke the picture from afar, stroke the stream, like <laughs> with my precious. I can't wait. Pretty much, pretty much. That and like a bunch of people saw that picture of me that Becky took last Sunday and <laughs> kind of took the whole memeing game to a new level. So oh, I, I I had to bring the meme game back because that oh you and the God. cookout thing with the apron and, and the everything. You was know, like bonus epic. points to Greg Smith for using that in order to capitalize yeah. on this image as well. So that was wonderful. <laughs> but um, anyway, Becky, the hell are you doing? Well, um, you know, as Lee mentioned, we're, we have a very similar weekend. Um, Friday night, Duh. we always have, well, listen, <laughs> you never leave me alone. I never have alone time anymore. Quarantine, quarantine <laughs> problems. Um, so Friday night, we always do a movie night with the kids. We try to religiously do it throughout this whole entire quarantine. Just something for them to look forward to. Something at the end of the week that they know is coming and it is like a stable thing in their lives. As weird as that sounds, it is like the highlight of our week. So Friday night, obviously, we're we're in a lack of sports right now. And, you know, Cole's like, I don't know what I want to watch. So Lee and I are going through different titles of ironically baseball movies we finally get to rookie of the year which i have to admit i never had watched before even though it's disney that was one movie i had never seen before just because i don't know i have no idea what was going on at that point in time i think it may have released when i was like five or six though so at that point in time i was into disney princesses wasn't it 93 yeah yeah so you were you were like seven Six. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Disney princesses. That was my life at that point in time. I was all about Ariel and beauty and you know, all of them. So that could explain why I've never seen the movie. And then it may not have come on during the wonderful world of Disney that used to be on Sunday nights. So anyway, long story short, we ended up watching that on Friday. We had a blast. The whole entire family just had a blast watching this movie, even though it was an older movie. You know, the the kids loved it. They absolutely loved it. And it was just awesome. So then Saturday, we uh, did the, the tour to Syracuse. Um, we had a few errands to run, so we got a little bit of a late start, but we ended up going to pick up food from uh, China Pavilion, which is an amazing restaurant in Syracuse that has really good Chinese food to begin with, but they have gluten-free options for like everything. So it's the one place that I can get Chinese food and they make me happy. So we ordered from there. Brought the food over to actually Lee's mom's house. We sat on the back deck and socially distanced, you know, through the screen and all of that stuff. So we had lunch. And um, funny enough, we brought the dog with us for the tour to Syracuse. And this was after Lee was like, because the kids were just nuts. Saturday morning, the kids were nuts. And Lee's like, nope, we can't bring the dog. You know, it's just going to cause a lot of chaos into the mix. We're just not going to do it. It's going to be way too much. And I'm like, are you sure? Because we kind of told him we were going to bring him and, you know, he's expecting to leave the house. He's like, no, he'll be fine. He's like, okay. So dang. Yeah. 
So the dog looks at him, perks up his ears, and is like, hi. And Lee's like, yep, you're fine. Go lay down. So the dog takes a couple more steps forward and is like, dad, with the ears perked again. And Lee goes, oh, grabs the leash, grabs the dog, and, you know, brings him. He's like, fine. Cole, get him hooked up. You know, the whole nine in the car. So the dog at first was like, yay, we're going for a car ride. And then we're in the car for a while. And he's like, oh what are we doing so he like whined a little bit and then he come back down again after he licked the crap out of lee's elbow so as we're bringing you know the whole family for the tour to syracuse and eating on the back deck the dog is in absolute heaven because lee's mom has this beautiful garden in her backyard she works really hard on it you know it's flowers and all of that type of stuff and the dog is like sniffing around exploring different things and of course we're trying to keep him out of flower beds at the same time but he had a blast and then we had our next couple stops of course to Wakeman's because that is really important now and you know came home kind of crashed had a lazy night and then had game night so that's that's pretty much it and then um the rest of this weekend I'll let Lee talk about since I kind of recapped except for you know the emergency AC installation as we were all dying on Friday night I don't want to talk about that. That's garbage. Yeah, we're gonna have to get those done too because it's gonna be ninety on Tuesday. Well, the, like, the funniest why? part, like the funniest part about the whole thing is, okay, so the ACs, I was able to put them in the kids' rooms and then the living room, and then I was like, all right, last one in the bedroom for us. So I plug it all in. Won't turn on. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. And then I thought to myself, wait, there was an issue with the power button. I remembered from last year. So I grabbed the remote, mashed that button to hell, and I was like, nope. Not getting anything out of it. So it's like, I go to Becky, I'm going, I don't think we're going to have an AC tonight. We're going to need to go to run to Lowe's tomorrow and buy one. <laughs> and she's like, God damn it. So, and then like uh, about 30, 45 minutes later, she comes to me and goes, did you check the cord? And here's me going, no, but I know that cord's working. And I'm like, not really into trying to get the cord out of like from the back of the dresser and everything. She says, well, just try it. Well, no, it was plugged in. Everything was plugged in fine. So finally she goes, well, just, just try it. Just try it. I'm like, fine. And I did this like haphazard, like just throwing the cable all over the place thing. <laughs> I'm like, so anti, you know, anti what I normally do. And of course it works. I'm going, oh, some bitch. <laughs> but wait. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a nice edit for you. Yeah, there's a nice edit. Um, but anyway, so I got that working. It turned on. It was fine. And I was like, oh, I don't have to go spend $500 at Lowe's for a smart AC. And part of my heart kind of sank at that thought only because smart AC. Oh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> but at the same token, I'm like, yeah, that's $500 more towards, you know, one of the PC upgrades occurring this summer. So whatever life lesson learned listen well, to your partner and then um i can't believe you skipped over what movie you and i watched yesterday well i was leaving some stuff for you that's all right you can speak for me <laughs> less talking time for me uh so after we got home yesterday we actually sat down and watched a movie we'd like we had every intent of getting laundry accomplished at that point yeah that didn't happen so much only for the fact that we sat down and watched Crazy Rich Asians, which I'm going, all right, let's see how true, like, uh, let's see what the tropes are in this movie. Because I was like, you know, I'm Asian. It 
And I'm going, yeah, that's that's true. That one too. Yep. Oh God, they nailed it. They nailed every single trope. So, but we enjoyed it. It was a fun movie. I liked it. It was cute and uh, it was a comedy, definitely for the most part. Um, just there's some serious aspects to it, which was like okay, but you know, it is what it is. It's it was a nice a little rom com. It was a rom com. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, I say you know give it a shot. Check it out. It's on HBO. Yeah, you guys so, should should watch Scoob. Yeah, I think uh, we were trying to find that on Friday, but um, we might have to rent it. I think. Right? Yeah, it's a rental. It's a rental. It's thing. A rental. I got it's it from not, Amazon. Okay. Prime. So we'll have to we'll have to rent it depending yeah. on when, because what we do for our movie nights is we cycle like who gets to pick what for that movie for that night. So Cole picked the movie on Friday, technically. And then um, this Friday, Becky's and then, or no, I'm sorry, Jules. And then Jules. Becky gets to pick. So we'll see what, uh, we'll see what Jules wants to pick. We'll have to probably like give her choices and then she'll pick from there. But at any rate, so yeah, that was, um, that's pretty much our weekend. Uh, did I miss anything else, Becky, that we did? I don't think there was anything else really. Well, besides the fact that you made a banging breakfast this morning. Well, listen, you can uh, you can attribute the creme fraiche to that uh, breakfast uh, delight. So Gordon Ramsay makes these his, his scrambled eggs. I've like made it into I, I've learned it pretty well, I, I would have to say. So today we normally add sour cream to it in order to kind of get the cooking process stopped. Number one and number two to add some creaminess to it. Well, today we added the creme fraiche because there's like the first time we were able to grab our, to get our hands in creme fraiche. There's nothing in our area. So when we went to Wegmans yesterday, we ordered it, got it. I, it just took it to a whole different level. And I was, I was so impressed by it. I told her, I'm never doing these eggs without creme fraiche. If we don't have creme fraiche, I'm not doing these eggs. <laughs> it's, it's just, it was just such a whole new level. So, oh my God. Yeah. Well, and then what are you planning on putting on the grill tomorrow, dear? Because you're cooking for tomorrow. I am putting together a picanha steak. The Brazilian picanha steak on the grill. Uh, an avocado corn relish. And then a basic salad with croutons and lettuce and tomatoes. Well, you need something to stabilize out the flavors yeah, from the, the avocado and corn and tomatillo. Um, yeah, relish plus the picanha seasoning. Yeah, so I can't wait for that. Basic salad going with it is because of all those flavors. Just something to level it out a little. That picanha steak, man, I can't wait for it. It's a sirloin. It's going to go on a sirloin um, cut. So we got it from Butcher Box. So that's going to be exciting. Can't wait. It's just going to be like a very basic like flavor profile, but you know the usual accoutrements when you're turning something Brazilian. So. Anyway, you got to clean the grill. <laughs> that's that's a tomorrow afternoon. That's like a lunch thing. What? Ray, do you believe him? I'll do it after lunch and have it ready for dinner. How is he with his tech, let alone the grill station? Uh, I think it's more time management. Time management is en enemy more than anything. He loses track of time relatively easily. We love you, honey. <laughs> no, you don't. Lies. Lies upon lies. <laughs> anyway, before this whole thing gets even more derailed, 
because you know you guys are terrible friends what um, happened to the light show over there i don't know i just saw that myself i was like oh that's not a fun sight I don't your, know what your ram sticks are flashing. That's not a good sign. <laughs> well, that's I I think IQ just decided to die on me for a it's hot like, second there. It's so like, eh, hairball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that happened. There we go. See now. Oh, it's set to ambient. Why is that that why is that set to ambient? Maybe because you won't give somebody an epileptic seizure during our podcast if they're never mind. Yep, there it is. There it is. Epilepsy warning, guys. Do not, if you're watching the video, look away look from these portion of screen. Oh man. All right. Anyway, so we'll uh we'll get this. Uh I guess we should get the show going. But before we do, this is Nerd Overdrive brought to you by Dirty Ass Soaps, making getting clean just as fun as getting dirty. Check them out at dirtyassoaps.com and use the coupon code PON10. That's P-O-N. One zero for ten percent off your next online order. All right, let's have a chat. Nerd talk. Nerd talk. Take it away. All right. So this week, we are looking at some news that has kind of been in headlines for a while. It's nothing new as far as um, the company that we're going to talk about a little bit, but it's more how they've changed and what this is going to mean for the gaming industry as a whole. So we're talking about a company that has evolved from an online retailer to the owner of Twitch, to a game developer now. Um, we're going to be talking about Amazon. So this whole progression is really interesting um, as far as we all go to our different sources in order to buy games. But Amazon, at least for our household especially, um, and Ray as well, has been a place that we have really purchased a lot of games. So they've been an, a good online retailer for the sources of getting the games. Um, then with Twitch, a good way to broadcast our games, because we all use Twitch, um, at least, you know, anybody who is really trying to get a lot of notoriety um, besides going to YouTube. And then um, now with this game development, they're really changing the game for the gaming industry and really changing their um, perception as a company. You know, how how people are going to perceive them and especially how the gaming industry is going to perceive them. So just a little quick background here, um, because this is something that obviously the three of us have been a little bit out of the gaming space for a little bit, but also everybody has their own different targets as far as what they pay attention to. And sometimes there's news that slips past you. So just as a quick recap, there is a game called Crucible that actually came out of Amazon for their studios, um, out of the Relentless studio. Uh that launched actually this past Tuesday on May 19th, and it is a free-to-play game. So this was something that we had all kind of missed a little bit before I stumbled across this interesting, you know, news article that was talking about how Amazon, um, from a financial standpoint, because, you know, we really have to be nerds when we're analyzing the gaming industry, watching a stock, you know, analysis as far as tech giants and things like that during COVID. Um 
but just a nice little analysis about it. And we checked out the game, all three of us. We watched the trailer and we kind of all went, ooh. So just a little bit more of a background. Google, of course, prior to Amazon, was the only service that had cloud gaming through their platform Stadia that was launched back in November. Um, Amazon is now doing their own cloud gaming, and they're calling it Project Tempo. So really, before I get a little bit too much into this, um, with our nerd talk this week, what we're really looking at is how can this possibly change the gaming industry for us as gamers with the competition with the new development of technology, the good, the bad, the ugly, and then also the new competition of gaming studios because Relentless is not the only gaming studio that Amazon has. So, Ray, I'm going to start with you. And I just want to hear, you know, what do you think about all this? How do you think this is going to change things as far as not only the platforms that they're on, um, but as a whole, how do you think it's going to change things for us as gamers? I mean, well, since uh, since the inception of like what the Xbox One, when when Microsoft started talking about the cloud and bringing it to their games, and they did it with games like Forza and things like that, now they're starting to um, expand upon that with Project uh, X Cloud, uh, which was like the first foray for Microsoft to start bringing the cloud gaming to the masses amongst their. Um, Xbox line and then PC gaming uh, through Xbox Game Pass. And now they're bringing that um, to their actual Windows uh, store games and platforms that they own um, because they've been picking up studios. So that kind of seems to be the trend of everybody kind of starting to buy studios, pick up um, the, the, you know, the uh, pick up studios, try and get them, get new content, new games, AAA stuff. So it's not so much indies anymore because remember a couple of years ago it was that push toward indies and now it seems like they want to bring the AAA back and kind of give that its own shine and polish. Uh, Lee, you got something? You wanted It looked like you wanted to say something. Just want to make sure. No, no, no. Okay. Um, so the thing from there, um, now then we saw, you know, Amazon kind of had these rumblings for a little bit now with their Amazon Web Services becoming much more of a push. Then Google kind of surprised the world with their Stadia thing. And with their Google services, and then they they're making deals out there with Activision Blizzard, looking at you, Overwatch. You know that was that was a big deal. Yeah, that was a big big deal, considering that they were <laughs> they were with um, Twitch through 2019, and then now they're you know now they're prominently going there, and then Google's still making their push, and then you know Sony has their own things going on and tying them to that side. I don't know if Nintendo is ever going to look at anything like that as of yet. Uh, Cause their internet functionality is a little bit more um, lackluster. Yeah. You know, it's, it's more bare bones. I won't say lackluster. We'll say bare bones. Bare bones seems to fit. It a it's bit. in its infancy though. You have to yeah. give them credit. It, it is. A, it is in its infancy and yeah. it's something that they're still developing, but anyway, continue. And then we're looking at the advent of 5g making internet connectivity, especially to be a mobile. Um, Kind of becoming a thing now too, Lee. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm just what, what's so five, funny? Five G just brings me happiness. <laughs> you know, and and, and and I mean, when you're looking at things, you know, especially like League of Legends, you have the Dota, you have, you know, you have like the, all these Invitationals, and then you have the Call of Duty League. So it kind of makes sense to want to kind of if you're already kind of dipping your toe in, why not try and be like, hey, look, guys, we belong here too. You know, why not? You know, yeah. 
I mean, we're looking at Jeff Bezos becoming the first world, the world's first trillionaire, self-made trillionaire. Yep. Yeah. In five, six years. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we're looking at, you know, um, looking at, um, so for based on uh, Statista, it's it's a website that does different statistics and things like that. So cloud gaming, you know, kind of first started to rise 2016. And in 2017, it was an estimated $45 million, like overall, like market. Um, 2018 was 66 million. And by 2023, we're looking at, you know, close to $500 million of a market. And then you also have, um, you know, other companies getting in the mix too. Like the tech companies are getting in there, but one that a lot of people aren't really realizing is doing it. And because they're kind of doing it on the sly is a uh, least favorite, you know, the Apple, you know, Apple is doing their thing with the Apple arcade and yeah. they're starting to buy studios and starting to ramp up development for games. You know, you have NVIDIA doing their GeForce now, you know, it's, it's going to be the future of gaming. And this is, and as much as people were like all hardcore about their physical copies and their physical this and having something sitting on a shelf, eventually that's going to be the way we go. We're going to go as we can become a much more internet based society with better internet and things like that. We're going to start going that way. And who knows, eventually we'll just have like these little boxes or, you know, whatever the thing may be. It may be even like a little dongle that we plug into the, you know, to our displays. It won't even be a full thing because everything will run via the internet and via the cloud. No, no tech. Can you imagine, Lee, no Mecca? Like your Mecca is like this big. Don't because everything is on a, everything is on a computational <laughs> cloud. I'm going to string RGPs all over. <laughs> You'll be able to see that thing from space. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? saw but- Lee's face. I saw Lee's face when you said dongle and I'm like, don't. Do not go there, dear. But do you no. but do you know what I mean? Like, can you imagine what that what that may yeah. be in, you know, let's say, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how how many times did we over the years discuss mobile gaming and like how the evolution has come about to, you know, now we're talking about a, a cloud-based service that cloud-based things as you know from any company like they are staunchly against and it's a scary thing as far as security protocols and now here we are talking about cloud-based gaming like it has evolved from a place to store files to now where you get your games or at least the concept at this point and i mean in what better way to kind of see the competitive esports space start to evolve a little bit more um, because what we're starting to see, especially with the, the, like the battle Royale, which is like the biggest part of the, 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 the gaming competitive space. Now um, funny. Remember how when competitive gaming was like just shooting people in the face with like, you know, quake or, you know, call of duty, you know, CSGO, that kind of yeah. thing. And now they're kind of evolving into this more, um, I guess what, what people are calling more like arena based, experiences with like the battle royales which we see with like warzone and Fortnite, and then now you have you know the the cooperative aspects with that with like duos you know the the tries and the quad you know teams and you know so it's like it's it's just kind of seeming where it's going and it doesn't look like it's going to go anywhere like the games as we know it may change and go away but the the genre i think is really kind of reached that apex where it's cemented its, you know, spot in the gaming atmosphere. 
um, much like our MMOs did back for us back in the day. And they evolved and they became, you know, much more, more um, intricate and popular. And, you know, it's funny that now when remember when back in the day when wow was like the thing was like 2006, 2007, where if you mentioned, wow, you may have, you know, maybe got, you know, two people, three people out of a hundred. Now you say, wow, or you say, you know, any one of those other MMOs or anything like that. And you'll have, you know, half the, half the people like, yeah, I know what that is. I play or I've played or, you know, or you'll hear people say like, I've never played, but, you know, I've never played, but I've heard like, you know, by now with the internet, how many more, how many people back in the day didn't know about Leroy Jenkins, but now whenever you say Leroy Jenkins, everybody knows what it is. The the fact that ESPN posted about Leroy Jenkins on Leroy Jenkins day, (laughs) it was just a total, what, where are we with this? What, what happened? Yeah. What is this? Oh my gosh. Well, you saw the shirt that I got, you know, about the, the world of Warcraft social distance training since 2004 and i've been playing for that long and you know we we take breaks from each other we break up and go back together but um you know it's one of those games that now exactly to your point has become one of those popularized things even though now it's 16 years old yeah yep yep and, and just, I mean, and when you look at the overall, and I'm trying to leave some talking points for Lee, because I know Lee and I have kind of a similar track when we're, when we're discussing this kind of stuff, where you look at, you know, Project X, X Cloud being playable via mobile devices, be it your tablet, your phone, whatever, tying into the Xbox experience. And then you see something like, um, what's that service, Lee, now that you can technically rent a server from like whatever? And it's Shadow Play. It, no, I'm talking about. Is it Shadow? Is that no, Shadow talking? Play. I'm sorry. Um, uh, the other one. We were talking about oh. it a little while ago. Where basically you rent like a computer, like a server slot which acts as a computer, and you can yeah, do everything that gives you a desktop Shadow. experience. Yeah, it's Shadow. It's called Shadow. Is it, is it Shadow? And it's then Shadow, Shadow Play is the gaming version of that, right. right? Yeah. Where you know you can use your little budgety your little budgety HP laptop and log on to a server and get a beefy experience as long as you have decent internet. You know what I mean? Which is the stumbling block. Yeah. That that's yeah. the major issue is that still 60, what is it like 62% of the United States is still sub sub um listen like, just just as a point of matter, the the United States, when it comes to broadband, does not have true broadband because of other countries and the way that they have established their true broadband. We are so lacking. Our infrastructure is so lacking when it comes to internet that it's kind of ridiculous that we're still at that point. Um, I think we were somewhere in the teens when it came to our ranking uh, when it comes to broadband as a whole. I'd, I'd have to pull up like the research data and everything, but yeah, we're 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 nowhere close to having real good broadband. But anyway, go ahead, keep going. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, when you look at that, when most of the most of the United States is getting like sub five megabits per second, you know, average internet, right? You know, which is basically DSL. Yeah. Mo- most of the United States is still running on DSL, and yeah, you know, gaming gods help those people that are running off a of satellite because you know, I I don't know how you do it. Oh, you mean like Becky's dad tried to do with. <laughs> I mean, Fallout. I, I mean, what's what's funny is is there's there's still yeah, people tough. running AOL dial-up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just to 
quickly go off of that. Even back in the day, and I'm talking vanilla WoW, just to connect back to WoW, I remember trying to do a raid on dial-up way back when the graphics were way worse than they are now. I could not imagine doing that today. No. You can't. You can't. You literally, you, you can use it for like email. And yeah. that's pretty much it. And basic web surfing. And even then, like you probably have to have everything turned off. Like yeah. no videos, there's, no there's ads, no, no this, no that, no yeah. No, there's no, no way you could do today's internet back then. There's no way it can apply to 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 that type of connection. Which, which is a shame because it's still something that exists today in 2020. You you still have people using dial-up. You still have people using DSL. That's running at what 750 kbps, one meg, yeah. barely one meg. I mean it's. It's impossible to run in today's internet into those homes because there's no way. There's just no way to load all that data. There's so much out there. I'd have to do my research, but you know, a, a single web page today is probably a lot has probably a lot more data to it than a lot of those pages back at, back then. So yeah, I remember back in then, the day when pages were in the KBPS, and now they're uh, probably you know a couple hundred megs just oh to gosh. load. <laughs> Well, yeah. think about when we pulled up the article just for our discussion today. Within the page itself, not only do you have um, a live stock ticker, because, you know, this started out as a finance article that evolved into more. You also have a, an embedded video besides that stock ticker, you know, the article itself. Then you've got all these different ads, the images, the advertisements, all of it and constant, you know, rotating media. I mean, that's that right there is just insane thinking about a slower connection, especially with an autoplay video. Could you imagine the hairball that would hack up <laughs> 500 years later and finally load in? Like Dude, the days of trying to like downloading images on trying to just download things like okay when Napster came became a thing mm -hmm. like trying to download Napster it's like okay well, you got to go one song at a time and it's going to take you like 20 30 minutes 20 30 minutes for like a 5 megabyte song and then now it's like oh 5 megs yeah <laughs> got it literally done in like 2 seconds yeah. yeah. Well, now we're live streaming music through like Pandora and Apple Music and, you know, Spotify, Spotify yep. whatever else you use out there. You know, there's now we're doing live streaming on our cell phones. So technology changes. Thank yep. God. <laughs> yeah. And, and what it is, is um, from what looking at the, the whole thing that they're looking to do is um, because Amazon has really become, I mean, you guys personally use Amazon for your, for your technology and your smart home stuff. What they're looking to do is, is while Google is kind of like really heavily leaning on that internet, what it looks like Amazon is going to be doing is they're going to be doing like hybrid, like where part of the data will be stored locally, like the, yeah. the frequently accessed stuff. And then the other stuff that's going to be the one-off is going to start to get pulled in from. And I think that may be, Amazon may be on the right track with that until internet does become a much more prevalent and available in, in, you know, functional capacity anyway. And what they're trying to do too, is establish their own internet 
in order to facilitate this. Please no. So, we don't need Amazon Net. We don't we don't need to buy separate we don't need to buy separate subscriptions to internet. Please no. Please no. Because can you imagine no. that? Like, oh I got Google Net. Well I got Amazon Net. I can't talk to you. I can't play with you. I can't connect to you. I can't send you an email. No, that like, that'll can you imagine be, the headache that, that, that would cause that's going to be such a terrible path for technology. If and that becomes a thing. Yeah God. Yeah. Let's not I mean, if they could push the innovation along, that would be awesome. I mean, these these are the things that we really look for with tech companies is their innovation. And yeah, they may not be the end all be all as far as the entity that does it. But the way that they push innovation um, and the way that they can collaborate together to, you know, maybe one day we can say our country is just as good as XYZ country that has had lightning fast speeds way, way before we ever did. But to be able to allow these companies to use their um, resources and innovation and their smart, you know, people that are behind the scenes creating these ideas to help us push ahead too. The the fun part about this is um, it's fun how the FCC and where now we're looking at internet as a actual necessity rather yeah. than it being like a luxury or like a, you know, kind of like a want, like a, you know, stretch thing. Want versus need. Yeah. You know, want versus need. It's becoming a need because look at what, you know, not to really tie it back to the whole pandemic, but look at everything going on right now, the distance learning, yeah. you know, um, our local provider spectrum, they're giving internet to kids. So that way they can finish the rest of the school year for, you know, the next couple months. You know, if you're a family that doesn't have, you know, already functional internet, you can call them up and you can look at that resource and look to get internet. You know, I've, I've sent, you know, probably five or six people that I've known in the, you know, in the local area that have kids or like, especially like grandparents. Like I know a lot of old people. What's funny about that is I know a lot of old people, you know, and a lot of them have become much more like caretakers yeah. of the, you know, their grandchildren because parents are, some people are still necessary, you know, they're still, you know, the essential workers and they're still working and, you know, how much that impacted, like, you know, the girls school, they gave us a Chromebook. And, you yeah. know, an iPad for Evie and Gabby, you know, and Janae got a Chromebook. Well, Janae's had a Chromebook because they've been doing that kind of, you know, home learning, school learning, kind of, you know, fusing that hybrid together. But it's it's really becoming a much more, you know, necessity, you know, rather than just a want or, you know, something that is nice to have. Yeah. So what else do you guys have to to add lee i know you probably have like a couple well just trying tying it back to the whole cloud play thing we also have to take into consideration um how these servers are going to handle an influx of users that's gonna be a lot of people as you mentioned nvidia is not to be a shill for them because everybody knows i'm a huge nvidia fanboy which you know, it is what it is. I appreciate what they've done for tech. I appreciate what they've done for gaming. But they are also a leading developer when it comes to AI. And the things that they're able to now do and how they tie it all in, how they're going to incorporate this into GeForce Now, into into our graphic cards. I mean, it, it's astounding and phenomenal. And I just, it just blows my mind how they're able to do all this. Um, you know, just to tie it back to 
how they released this um, a couple of weeks ago with um, with those virtual events and everything, and the, the way they just showed everything that they're tied into um, it, it, when it comes to the real world. They're not just a graphic card manufacturer anymore. They are much more than that. And for them to be able to kind of put their hands into the reach of every single thing that they have, um, motorized a, um, um, vehicular AI, um, the the way they used um, graphic cards to assist in the fight against COVID-19, it's just ridiculous where they stand in a good way, I think. And also our favorite new software, because we've been looking for a solution for the fact that Lee and I <laughs> podcast from the same room, yep. RTX voice. Yeah. That's all AI assisted. And it, it, it like the first time we saw the video, it was like, holy crap. Yeah. This is 2020 where your graphic card is what you're using for your audio <laughs> to make your audio better. Yeah. I mean, and that, and that just goes to kind of show where we are with, you know, you know, it's funny we call it AI and artificial intelligence because that's definitely a more sci-fi way of looking at it, but it's basically just machine learning. We have IBM yeah. with their Watson software. We have DeepThink. We have uh, Amazon's actually called, I didn't know the name of it until I Googled it's SageMaker. Like, oh, huh? I like that. But I it's, like it's, that. it's machine learning and it's basically, and then, you know, yes, this is going to help our society. It's going to help, you know, technology advancement, you know, there's med- things in the medical field, there's things in the pharmaceutical field, you know, all these real life applications that we're seeing. But us as nerds, the big thing we look at is tech and we look at gaming. And with the new, you know, platform refreshes and the new, you know, technology that we're seeing from AMD and the instruction sets that they can add and all this whole thing, it all ties together to one big, you know, one big, you know, actually just like area it's just one big huge like structure i guess you can call it you know and and it's crazy because you know then google has their google cloud machine learning and all that like remember when the google the google glasses thing the ai and that what that was supposed to do oh god i wanted it so bad too i mean it's still they're still working on it and then now we're mixing that ai or the machine learning with vr nope we are we are like very close to being like a lot of those we're going to be meeting those sci-fi futuristic <laughs> things here maybe not as soon as they were saying that we were going to remember in the year 2000 every we were supposed to have flying cars and you know hoverboards but, you know hoverboards you know all that stuff but you know i mean we're not far off from some of those innovations you know some of them may begin their infancy in our lifetimes but you know by the time our kids or our grandkids you know by the time they're older you know, we may be there. You just reminded me of Conan O'Brien's uh, skit in the year 2000. <laughs> Do you remember those? <laughs> oh, God. Those um, were hilarious. We're old, Lee. Shut up. Yeah, we are. Stop, stop, stop showing our age. <laughs> we're old. <laughs> Did you know that's a book, though? Did you know yeah. that that was a book? Yeah. That they published in, like, 99. Oh. And then they still kept doing it. Like, they had so many different guests come on, like, um, uh, um, Colbert, um, who was it that just died recently for the actor studio? The guy that was hosting that on Bravo. Oh, um, oh what's uh, his name? 
I, I remember his face. Yeah, I see his face. I, I, don't, um, I know the face. The name escapes me. And it's James Lipton. That's the name. Yep. James Lipton. Yep. So he was cons- like frequently somebody who would do that skit with Conan. And it was just hilarious how he would do it. But anyway, that's that's we're we're old. Yeah. We're getting sidetracked again with that but, one. But I mean options are always a good thing you know kind of kind of to go it's like you know because we we already have some monopolistic things that we have to deal with with life with life aka our internet provider here in the area we're stuck with spectrum you know not trying to call them out but we don't have very many options at least in our immediate area you know if you go further you know like to syracuse you at least have Verizon, that kind of stuff but when you're looking at options options is always a good thing because it breeds innovation competition is the you know is like the 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 forethought and everything to push companies to be better, to do better, yeah. to offer more. So why not? You know, and and yeah. that's why you know everybody with gaming and the gamers all have their preferences, and their you know the PC people have their preferences. Like Lee, you know, I I I, I kind of lean a lot more with Lee because Lee and I kind of came up in that same era, you know, with PCs and everything like that. And you know, Becky too. We we kind of all lean that way. But whenever we see somebody do something different, we're like, huh, that's cool. You know, at least we have the moment where even though we have our leanings, we can still appreciate what we see. You know yeah. what I think is cool? 331 watts for your processor. That's cool. Oh, freaking I it's freaking Intel. Okay, so because you know, I want note. a five hundred dollar. I want a five hundred dollar electrical bill. Monthly. Side note, side right, like side note. Okay, so most of the the, the TDPs, whatever or whatever we're looking at with these, are like what sixty five watts for the average pro sixty five to like ninety watts is like the average. Intel out of nowhere is like, hey, you know, we're supposed to be trying to do this green thing, but let's put out a processor that when you you overclock it, you won't see it. Or no, that's base, isn't that base? Is is that three hundred thirty one watts? Oh my god! I did some research on this, Lee. You know what the average power supply in a computer is for like a a average build? Uh six fifty. It's actually five hundred watts. Is the okay. av- average. Now, usually, what you do if you're five hundred yeah, watt in anything, but if you're ever building, you always want to give yourself some room to grow. Right. Personally, mine has a seven hundred fifty, but after seeing that, and if that's the way we're gonna go, like, dang, that thousand watt ain't looking so bad right now. <laughs> Because as soon as I started, I was like, Lee, dot, 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 what? <laughs> I, ha- I have 1,500 watts. Well, I mean, yeah, but look at all, look at all the crap yeah, well, you're running in your thing. Too. You're all eventually, Lee's going to need two power supplies up. to run his rig. Yeah, because of all the peripherals. That's what I remember at one point in time. God, we're getting so off the rails. But just even to, to piggyback off of that part of this discussion, the at one point in time, he was adding so many different peripherals and so many different things to his computer because obviously his case can fit a lot. And he was like, no, the power supply is fine. I was like, no, I think you really need to upgrade it. The thousand water? Everything he's yeah. adding on. And he's like, yeah, that's, I think, back when he had a thousand watt or maybe it was just under. Yeah, and it was a like, thousand. I think you really need to consider upgrading it. I and it's that. just <laughs> funny because now that he's upgraded it, things run a little smoother. Um, but Anyway, as far as like the our industry that we we live and breathe in, whether it's our personal home items or gaming or anything like that, as Ray said, innovation is good. For years, we have been screaming for something different. We have wanted that competition in the market. We have wanted to see something a little bit different than just the same thing we have recreated in, you know, 
a little bit different way under a, a different title. And looking at what Amazon has done to slowly dip their toes in rather than just head rush into things, you know, like some companies have, and then they release something and it's like, okay, that was Uy- Uya says hi. Yeah. Stadia too. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's been a lot of complaints about that, but innovation is good. Innovation is always good. Competition is always good. Um, and trying to bring something new because how many times have we seen technology from gaming communities um, being used that have translated into the real world? You know, we, we've seen that evolution of the lessons learned in the gaming communities because in the grand scheme of things, when it comes to new technology, we are the guinea pigs. Like, here, give us our pellets. We'll install them in a case and we'll tell you how they work. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know, we, we really are the guinea pigs when it comes to tech because we're willing to adapt to something new with, like, barely any questions asked. A little bit of research to make sure we don't blow ourselves up. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, we'll we'll do it. We'll try it and we'll see how it works. Cough, Samsung, um, cough. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah. Um, but Crucible. As far as the game, and I know this kind of goes into our next section a little bit as far as, you know, things to be excited about. When we watched the trailer, we all had very similar reactions. Like, here is a game that finally, for me personally, excited me. It's it's similar to a style that I like. And there's been a lot of different games over the years that have been, and I want to use Overwatch as the example, just because that has been the big mainstream. But there's a lot of games that are similar to Overwatch. Um, it, it's very similar to Overwatch as far as the context. But rather than playing the same character over and over again, just getting better at that character, just trying different strategies, with Crucible, you're leveling up that character and you're getting new things. So it's kind of like, for me, this article really um, compares it to a hybrid of a lot of online games that are currently available, including um, Riot's you know, League of Legends, Blizzard's Overwatch. Um, but the other games that I can think of also when we're talking about leveling up certain things is like The Division um, with some of the things that I was seeing as far as adapting to your environment reminded me a little bit of The Division as well. So I'm excited to try it. Um, especially being a free-to-play game. Um, and also the fact that I really want to see what this studio can put out because new studios, new innovation, especially with the backing of Amazon. I mean, they're they're a gigantic company that has their hands in a few different things, but they try to do it well rather than putting their hands in a lot of different pots and going, well, it didn't work. Let's just kick that bucket over. Um they have another game coming out in August. So I want to try to see how this game is going to play, how much enjoyment I get out of it, you know, and also checking out their cloud-based version of gaming and then really see where we go from there. So if anybody is playing Crucible, if they've already tried it, um, we're, I know we're going to be jumping into the mix just to check this out because it is in the category that, you know, we all enjoy. Um, let us know. I mean, let us know if you've played it, if you've tried it out, if you have seen anything that looks really interesting to you and what your feedback is. We would love to hear it. Yes. (laughs) Sorry, I got distracted by something. 
Of course he did. That that's the that's the Lily way, right? Well, no, because I was like looking up. I was just kind of looking at all like the characters under Crucible, just just to kind of get into it. And it they have very, they have a design that's very unique. Um, in that it, it reminds me a lot of Borderlands mixed in with like Overwatch's kind of. The hero battle, yeah, the hero, hero battle, battle style, yeah, like a hero battle style. Um, but but it again, it it does look unique. Some of the characters, actually, this one character I'm looking at, I can't, I don't know her name or what, but she reminds me of um from Mass Effect Two. Oh, who who was it? This is where my brain needs to like start working better. <laughs> um, this is, what's this that is character? Ram, like literal yeah. real life Ram right now. Like the Ram right now needs to be upgraded because there's way too much. Uh, Ray, help me out with a character. What's her name? Tracer. No, 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 no. From Mass Effect. Um, Mass Effect. Oh, not Ashley Williams. Miranda Lawson, I think. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Miranda yeah. Lawson. She's got a Miranda Lawson design, which, you know, it, from Mass Effect, she was. Motorcycle. Like, Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, definitely. I, I, I'd i like to. I'm, like I said last week, though, I'm kind of over the whole PvP scenario, but I may try this out as like a team game type of thing just to, just to see how it feels, how it plays. Um, and it's free. I mean, you can't beat free. Right. Yeah. Freeze, it, freeze right. good. Yeah, it really looks like it's like a PVEVP kind of thing. PVEP. PVPVE, whatever, however you want to catch. There, there's actually, a, that's what they like. There's a game called uh, Hunt the Showdown or whatever, or Hunt Showdown or whatever yeah. it is. Um, like the uh, Friday the 13th games were like that. And, and Evolve was like that, the asynchronous multiplayer kind of thing, where it's like the player versus player versus the environment kind yep. of thing um yep. actually that predator game that came out recently was the same thing it's the pvpve so it's player versus player element to it but it also you have the environment to factor in uh titanfall was a real big part of that with their multiplayer because certain modes had you know ai you know so you were still trying to traverse the environment deal with you know environmental threats you know other things in the area that kind of thing but um just the evolution of what we know as like the normal, like hero based games, like look at what we saw with team fortress, which then evolved into overwatch, which now is, you know, kind of becoming its own, you know, thing in, in culture, in the gaming culture. Uh, we saw other things, you know, kind of going from there, but it's, it's really interesting. And I'm, I want to check this out and see how it kind of pans out. Hopefully it does well, better than battleborn because poor battleborn. Oh God. <laughs> Well, and then closer to August, um, as far as their their next game is going into the MMORPG world. So we're going to have to keep this on our radar. You know, I'm really interested to see where we go with checking out Crucible for all of us, because we all have different perspectives with games. Even though we enjoy a lot of the same games, there's there's different reasons why we like it. Um, And then seeing how they go into the MMORPG world. um, And ironically, the game is called New World at this point in time. Um, will be in August and they've got other things in the works. So let us know what you all are thinking with this. I mean, it's, it's a great option. It's great for competition. Like we've all said, and here we go. Amazon. Let's see what you got. All right. Alexa, get us games. Whoa. whoa. Hey, no, (laughs) Alexa. No. (laughs) Go cancel. (laughs) 
That's why I did it. <laughs> what you've done goofed. Anyway. My, right. my phone flashed, so it was just like, it's like, hey, wait, what? <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, something to check out, something to look into as far as Crucible as a game. But um, if you guys have any questions, any comments, you know what to do. Tweet us phx underscore overdrive or email us phoenix overdrive at phoenix or you can post to us on our facebook page at fb.com slash group slash po nation our discord server is also available so just uh hit one of us up for an invite um i don't think there's a server search function is there ray i don't think there is i don't think i think everything is no. still invite yeah everything's still invite based so um yeah just uh let us know if you'd like an invite to our discord all right good stuff i like it I like it. Anyway, before we go on, this is Nerd Overdrive brought to you by the Quarantine Canteen. Making fun... The Quarantine Canteen makes fun hand sanitizers in themed fragrances, including... I almost said frequencies instead of fragrances. I gotta practice this ad. Including Animal Crossing, My Favorite Murder Podcast, and other unique and wonderful scents. The formula uses 95% ethyl alcohol, aloe vera gel, and argan oil to make your hands germ-free, soft, and smelling great. Restocks are on Tuesday. Check them out at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash the quarantine canteen. All right, let's get aboard the hype train spoiler cast of games. Hype train, hype train, hype train spoiler cast of games. All right, Ray. Take it away. All right, risers, come aboard with us on the hype train. You know, this is where we look at the games for the week. I know Lee wrote a nice script, but it doesn't, it's not going to flow right unless I do it myself. You know, every week, different games come out. Some are bigger, some are smaller. We look at a little bit of everything, uh, but we want to discuss some of the bigger names as well as give some a little bit of a spotlight. Um, one game that, you know, I already I'm looking forward to, we'll cover in a second. Um, but for the week of May 24th, uh, we're looking at uh, Minecraft Dungeons is actually a big one that's coming out this week. It kind of snuck up on us. I remember hearing a little bit about it. And then they're like, yeah, it's coming out, you know, spring. And then they finally gave it a date. And it's like, wow, we're getting Minecraft Dungeons already. <laughs> well, Sean Capri had been streaming this actually on Friday, and it looks very polished um it reminds me as they were discussing it actually it does remind me of diablo um in that regard yeah. but um you know different levels different difficulties i should say but it it does uh, seem intriguing i trolled cole yesterday morning or yesterday during uh, the car ride home i uh i was talking to becky and i said boy you know i should just delete minecraft dungeons because i'm kind of just not doing it for me and he goes wait you have minecraft dungeons <laughs> like when did I say that? He's like, no, you just said it. <laughs> he was like, wait, do you have it? Do you have it? Do you have it? Do you have it? I'm like, quiet, boy, quiet. That's going to pull people back into Minecraft, no question, yeah. because for how long has it been, you know, like basic Minecraft, obviously there's been expansions and different things you can do and updates and upgrades. And then they brought in the Minecraft educational um, 
I, at this point in time, know way too much about Minecraft, not due to my own interests, but due to, you know, our kids. I'm personally excited because this might provide a way to maybe play with the kids um, in a different way where it's not bringing them fully into Blizzard yet, even though Cole is, but for, you know, Jules's purpose of being able to play that type of game with Cole where it's not actually Diablo. <laughs> I, it's exciting for me. Yeah, it's it's one of those games that I'm looking forward to just because I, you know, my kids, they love Diablo. Or they love Minecraft and I love Diablo, rather I should say. Swap it around. Fix it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, to kind of be able to kind of share that experience with them in a way, in a context that they can more identify with. Because like I said, you know, as Evie enjoys, you know, Diablo with me, it she doesn't connect to it as, you know, as, as well, or as, you know, as, you know, that kind of thing as you would think. Um, but it's uh, one of those games that we have to kind of see what's going on. Another one on this list that kind of snuck up that I didn't realize was coming was the Elder Scrolls uh, online Greymore. Um, that's an expansion to the Elder Scrolls online. Um, I know some people are fans of it. Some people aren't. Um, it's just one of those. It's one of those things where, you know, you would hope that people would be enjoyed a little bit, but you know, uh, and then Mortal Kombat 11 is getting it's basically like year two DLC um, with the with new playable characters like Robocop uh, in Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. And that's coming on May 26th this Tuesday. Uh, and then game that I'm excited for finally was Fantasy Star Online 2. That's coming Wednesday, May 27th. And then there's a couple other games here that are kind of like, hey, they're doing that. Uh, Bioshock the Collection, Borderlands Legendary Collection. Uh, XCOM 2 and Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition are all coming to Switch on May 29th. Um, so that's the Bioshock Collection, so Bioshock 1, 2, and um, Infinite. And then we're seeing Borderlands Legendary Collection, um, which is going to be interesting to see how those play on the Switch. Yeah. Because, you know, Especially we've already seen... part about Rocket League. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why that is. It just seems like it just runs alternately slow. Um you know, you know, just compared to what, what I'm used to running it on. Yeah. You know, there is one game on this list, Ray. And granted, you know, the nickname was Shaniqua, but I, I think... Shantae. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw Shantae and the Seven Sirens. I was like, I, I just got to check that out for the purposes of... It, it connects us to our favorite, you know, Shaniqua, who don't live here no more, um, <laughs> that pops in randomly who actually popped into our game night last night for a couple of minutes just to see where we were because you invited him i did because it's just he's interested <laughs> to see like what we do at certain points i was like here check this out we're just doing a game night you know he's like you're not broadcasting no we're not broadcasting don't worry <laughs> we no, you're, can't like you're good no we, we can't not with our group of friends. we love them dearly and we but just trying to contain all of the badness I, I don't feel like having to deal yeah. with Twitch or YouTube or anything like that. No, not to No, me. no. And then on top of that, I mean, this is Saturday nights are our way to blow off our quarantine steam. So, you know, by the time we get to Saturday night, it's like, okay, verbal diarrhea of everything that is going through our minds as far as the games, like it's our blowing off steam time. So you're not really going to see, um, you're not going to see our, our personal Saturday night games streamed just because 
this is our private time, even though our whole entire lives right now are private time, but this is our blow off steam private time with our friends. You know, not like when Lee, Ray and myself get together and play a game and we're like, we're going to stream it. All right, let's see how big of noobs we can be this week. Well, how it's many times me, is Lee going to need to be picked up off the yeah, floor? Yeah, it's mainly Lee running <laughs> off and doing Lee things, and then Lee dies, and then we have to fight our way to go get him. But um, yeah, Kakaz, as far as the ears can hear, you know, yeah. just, yeah, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, but with that, Lee, any games on here going to grab you? Minecraft Dungeons for you and the coal monster over there? Uh, yeah, um, that's one um mortal Kombat 11 and still got to get the base game but i'd like to kind of play through the the single player story um it's only been on sale like 500 million times i know man last year (laughs) i just just keep missing it um and it's available on pc so you have no excuse i know (laughs) xcom 2 for the switch actually might be an interesting way to play it um for for an XCOM game, I think having it on handheld would be fun. So that would be one that would interest me for sure. But aside from that, no, nothing else. So now that we've kind of talked about what caught our eye this week, uh, what games have we been playing? Have we been playing much of anything, Lee? Uh, not this week. No, I I got so busy with work and after work stuff around the house so there was not much gaming on my part so podcast host failed there uh, um, but uh hopefully i can uh change that uh change that story this coming week pc building simulator go yeah real life yeah that'll be <laughs> oh what about you becky have you played anything your mobile game maybe i have so i i regularly play my mobile game because you know just <sighs> I have problems. Um, uh-huh. and Splatoon. <laughs> Splatoon 2. Is admitting you have a problem. Yeah, I do have a problem. Um, but Splatoon 2 and um, Crochet Blanket Simulator has been something that has been going on for a while now. To the fact that I kind of left my normal crochet project for a new crochet project for the kids because, um, you know, why, why, why not? That's that's pretty much it. We haven't really had a lot of gaming time, unfortunately, just because now that the weather's nicer, we're trying to get outside a little bit more. Um, you know, I'm bringing like my iPad outside to do work. And um, the kids are the ones who are really playing the games because in between their schoolwork and availability, they are the ones who are constantly playing Fortnite and Minecraft and Roblox and Splatoon and um lee you lied you played the switch in the car yesterday um, oh i did for I, played shame. I i played smash in the car yeah but they've really been the ones doing the gaming and we've been a little bit more lackadaisical in our our gaming discipline yeah yep. so so as far as my gaming I, it hasn't been a whole lot but um i played some rocket league with the kids uh, Minecraft with the kids, but like I said, I can't play with Gabby because she's a troll and she's a griefer. She she literally made me rage quit because I put like we were literally playing for like an hour and a half, and I spent my whole hour and a half building this nice tower that I wanted to add on to this, and she blew it up with TNT. And <laughs> I told her, I told her, you're done. No more TNT explodes. No more fire. I was like you do it again. Dad won't play with you anymore. What? Why? Like acting like she did nothing wrong. I was like, 
you just blew up my tower i sat there spend an hour working on what the heck is wrong with you <laughs> what how bad is it <laughs> It was a crater. She used so much TNT. No tower was left. There was a smoldering crater where the where the where the tower used to be. That's funny though. I gotta laugh at that one. I'm sorry. And what's funny is is like I wasn't even gone that long. Like she did it like a little crazy ninja because Evie's like, "Hey, Dad, come." I, I think Evie was in on it because Evie was like, "Hey, Dad, come here, check out what I did. Can you help me with something?" So I go, you know, run off for like ten minutes to go help Evie with something, and then I come back and there's a hole. Like, what? Yep. And then Gabby just started laughing maniacally. I'm like, yeah, you did it on purpose. You know what you did. Mm-hmm. Um, that and uh, a little bit of MLB the show because I, I got into the uh, the road to the show on that. And then Destiny, like I mentioned earlier, Destiny 2, because I hopped back into that because a friend bought me the pass and, you know, they they want to support the Destiny problem, I guess. And then Pokemon. Pokemon and then Animal Crossing. So it's pretty much the same list. Just add a couple games like Rocket League and Minecraft to the list. And it's pretty much the same as last week. So other than that, you know, um, one thing that uh, a couple people have mentioned, and I was going to talk to Becky and Lee, but I'm going to kind of spring it to you guys here. Uh, People want to see community game nights. They want us to try and come together, especially like the multi-platform games, Um, Fortnite, you, but like Call of Duty, Fortnite, apex um that can be played on different platforms it's not cross-platform but different platforms can play together you know that kind of thing um that could be fun smash Um, brothers lee forced Fortnite into my system okay so that sounds dirty yeah well (laughs) he he fixed cole's profile so that he could have Fortnite on his computer again and had him signed in and all of that so obviously he's been playing a lot of it because by the way I installed Fortnite on your mother's computer too, so she can play with you. And then Cole goes, Daddy, I saw that Fortnite updated on your computer. I recognize the F, so you can play with us now too. So I think that would be at least one of the games that would be a fabulous idea to teach us noobs so that we can play with our son and not get wrecked, possibly the ins and outs of Fortnite. <laughs> So, yeah, so, I mean, because there's Warzone, which is, you know, just more realistic Fortnite, kind of, with no building. Yeah. Um, you know, there's that, you know, and there's there's all, all kinds of other games that are, you know, Overwatch. We used to have our Overwatch times yes. that we would get together and stuff like that. So maybe that might be something we can we can look to explore. At, I want Diablo. Field. Oh, my gosh. Get out of my head. I was about to say we need the Diablos back. Well, I mean, I could I could take you on PS4, PC. That's that that's probably Jim's. That's probably Jim and Lee and you, Becky, but not me. And well, Jen. we're on both. I've got yeah. it on both. Just because I'm still a noob on PC, so we got into it again like last year. With uh, it was like later Necromancer, in the year, two years. Well, because we're well, because we're like playing with Cole, and so I was like, well, let me see what my what my uh, demo hunter is like, and I was like, okay, you got kind of. I, I kind of had to like redo it because of like the, the way the the character was progressing, and I didn't like um, how it was procking sev- certain things in it. So I was that, that was when I finally got my uh, rucksack that I'd been looking for for like years. At that point, it never dropped for me until like last year, and then after it dropped, I was like, "Oh, we stopped playing." No, oh, well. <laughs> It sounds like the mount farming conversation that's going on in Discord right now. God. 
<laughs> so at any rate, yeah, that was um that that was my uh th- that's why I want to play Diablo again is because I am getting an itch for just kind of seeing where the character, my character particularly, stands right now in comparison to um in comparison to the game. Um, as far as like where everybody else is with it. So, um, and then Starcraft too, I definitely want to get back into it again because after like that, after Cole brought it up and I was like watching several Starcraft videos, Becky was there too, watching it with me and seeing how like this, seeing this guy, how he described his Zerg build, I'm going, oh, that could be fun. That could be really fun to do. Just this ain't your daddy's Diablo no more. Yeah. <laughs> just the no. unit, just the units that they were like talking about in in StarCraft and how they've like changed them. Going, oh, I could be into that for sure. So yeah, yeah. so that that's my like, and then getting back into FF Seven Remake is what I really want to do too. Um, at some point over the next week or so. So I, I think I have I have a list of what I want to do. FF7 is at the top of my I need to finish it before Last of Us comes out in three weeks. There you go. Because that's that's going to be my birthday present. What's funny is Last of Us is my birthday present from Stacy, and then uh, Ghost of Tsushima is going to be my, my Father's Day present. There you Quarantine go. goals. I love it. <laughs> I want Ghost for Father's Day. You want a Ghost for Father's Day? No, I want Ghost of Tsushima. It's the new the new Samurai game. Maybe I'll get it for you. Maybe we'll see. So Lee yeah. can stream dying like a radio. noob. <laughs> Dude, that game looks so hard. But <laughs> <laughs> they said to like roughly most most enemies can kill you in two hits. So have fun dying, Lee, because I'm <laughs> like I'm gonna use my get good, but I know I'll die. But I have a feeling Leo die more than I do. We should do that. We should we hit. should do a competition and try and count how many times we each of us die by the time we yeah. finish. Lee's <laughs> a one hit wonder. Wow. <laughs> anyway all right lee well that's it i think for the hype train guys all right well that'll do it for this week's hype train spoiler casting game so uh, let us know what you plan on getting if anything um if not hey that's cool too <laughs> uh, let us know too what you have been playing so hit us up on twitter phx underscore overdrive or email us at phoenix overdrive at phoenix or post to us on our facebook page fb.com slash groups slash po nation and don't forget about our discord server before we move on this episode of nerd overdrive is brought to you by the phoenix overdrive extra life team put your money where the miracles are check us out facebook.com forward slash phoenix overdrive or check out the team page at extra-life.org forward slash team forward slash phx od20 fundraising for our 2020 extra life campaign will go on until december 31st 2020 so get those donations in before then to make it count for this year how can you help one go to the extra life team page extra-life.org forward slash team forward slash phx od20 and donate to any of our team members close uh, last count we are close to about 11 or 1200 dollars. so listen for everything that's been going on i applaud you guys uh number two join the team go to our team page and join us play games for 24 hours straight to help heal kids and finally our annual extra life national game day will be held on november 7th 2020 be a part of this gaming extravaganza just stay tuned for details as we finalize our plans for this year's event that was a mouthful
All right. Now it's on to our Q&A segment. Let's see what the audience wrote in because no one expects the Nerdquisition. 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 Okay, Nerdquisition time. You guys ready? Three questions. Three minutes. Three answers. The question is, are you I mean, ready? are you ready? <laughs> I mean, I'm, my mouth started moving before I clicked on mute. <laughs> but this should be this should be a pretty easy week with our nerdquisition. So I think uh, I think we should be able to do this under those uh, time constraints. So uh, are you ready? Yes? No? Maybe so? All right. Hitting this the timer. Week, yes. See. Okay. <laughs> All right. First question from Matthew Keel, friend of the show, lover of all things we do, and we love him too. Check out Story Route Zero on YouTube and your favorite podcast application. We were just a guest on his show just this past week, and it was its usual ridiculousness of amazeballs. So check it out. All right. His question, tacos or burritos? Starting the timer now. Becky. Um, I have to say tacos. Um, as much as I enjoy burritos, I like tacos just because it's a little bit easier sometimes to change it up. Um, obviously with burritos, you can do something similar, but just tacos, you can create so many different things, so many flavors, depending on the shell that you're using or whatever you're using for your wrap along with flavors. And, um, yeah, I just like tacos. Okay. Ray. Tacos. Just because there's so many different versions, so many kinds, so many different combinations. Like I love a burrito and burrito really makes it just the burritos that it comes with the rice on the inside, not so much on the side. And, you know, kind of like if you do beans or not and that kind of thing. But I don't know. While it's having a nice like size burrito, you know, kind of thing, tacos kind of make it work a little bit better, a little differently, that kind of thing. Just that's the that's the way you hold a, a proper burrito. That's how you hold a proper burrito. I'm sorry that you're taking it elsewhere, Lee. <laughs> um, I I prefer burritos because I like to hold something big in my hands. That that's all. <laughs> I, if you're listening to the audio, please please go to the video. Please, the uh, the timestamp is one hour twenty one minutes for that one. But no, seriously, like a taco, like you hold it and it's like this teeny tiny dainty thing, and it's like okay, it's over in like three bites for me. We're like a burrito. It's like mm, ah, mm. that's because you have a big mouth. <laughs> you like chomp food. Like, it doesn't matter. Whenever he asks, sorry, side note, I'm going to totally screw this timing up. Whenever he asks for a sip of a drink, can I have a, a sip bite? of your drink? Half of the cup is gone. And I'm sitting there going, you just took a gulp. That's not a sip. That is a gulp. It is the same thing with food. Something that normal people will eat in like six or seven bites. Lee's like two to three. I got this. Shoves the food in his mouth. Anyway, I digress. So yeah, tacos are too dainty for Lee because, you know. Lee's extra. Lee's extra. You didn't know what it's like growing up in the Philippines. (laughs) You just don't. Okay, I'm gonna kill that timer. Um, our our next question is from Allison Kramer. Which pizza toppings do each of you like? All right, uh, timer going. Timer starting now. Rego. 
I got to go with the classic pepperoni, pepperoni sausage. Um, I personally like the the um, like the supreme style, peppers, onions, olives, sometimes mushrooms. Mushrooms I have to be in the mood for. It's one of those weird things. I don't know why. Like I'll eat every everything else, like peppers and onions and olives, but. I, I'm stuck in a weird thing because some of my kids don't like peppers. Some don't like olives. Some don't like onions. So whenever I get a pizza and it's a, like a Supreme pizza or whatever, I'm like this daddy's you guys, you guys eat your plain cheese or your pepperoni. Get out of here. <laughs> Stacy also doesn't like olives or mushrooms. So that makes it interesting either. Like she'll eat peppers and onions, but she won't eat olives or mushrooms. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, what is wrong with all of you? Like my kids, we, they all grew up eating things that I normally ate. So it's like, what is wrong with you guys? And like, I get that everybody evolves their own taste palettes and stuff, but it's like, this is from yeah. me that I, I, I still like liver and onions and I know people that can't stand it, but I grew oh. up eating liver and onions and I like liver and onions, mm. like a good smothered liver, like with some mm. onions. Yeah. Oh. No, no. With some rice. My dad and I nope. would go out for a Mexican. Anytime liver and onions would made, <laughs> my dad and I would go out to a Mexican restaurant. Peace out. Becky. So I was thinking about this because I have enjoyed a lot of different pizzas. Um, and it's really hard to to really pick like a favorite per se. Um, I do like the typical, just like Ray. I like my pepperoni pizza or I like the Supreme pizza. That is just like that staple for me just to go to that. You know, it's like your childhood. No matter what, you could always get like a Supreme pizza. It may not have been the best mushrooms. They may have been canned versus fresh, which kind of always changed that little bit of rubberiness. But when that pepperoni just folded into that little cup and had that little bit of grease in there, it was just, oh my God, and that crispiness. Perfect. But as you know, we live in a huge food area. I've tried a lot of different pizzas. Um, I really have grown for, you know, chicken wing pizza over the years, whether it's gas station or pepper, uh, a, a pepperoni, a pizzeria, you know, chicken wing pizza is just also one of those things that you get that craving for and it's so good. Um, but one that a local restaurant does that I enjoy, even though it's kind of hard to eat every now and then just because the spice level, you know, not all of us can handle spice very well. So it depends on the day um, and how our body decides to react to it. Ray can't have spice. So it just kills him every single time is um, it had like the Italian long hots on it with, I think it was bacon and I haven't had it in a while, but it was really good. Something about those spicy peppers on top of pizza with a meat and a cheese um, and really not too much else really just pulls me in. Okay. Um, the timer went off already. So just we give know. me a good old, just give me a good old Supreme pizza with um, prosciutto and roasted red peppers on top of it. And I'm good. I'm happy. Although a stuffed crust also would be good with like extra. A... <laughs> it could just be like pepperoni. He's like, no, give me some prosciutto, you know. That yeah, pretty much. The roasted red peppers. You can't just deal with the regular green ones. You're like, no, the roasted red. Next thing roasted you're going to want sun dried, sun dried tomatoes on it. Yes. Yes. Feta, feta crumbles. And... Yes. Oh, what <laughs> was that, that triple D that we watched? So we've been watching tr triple D home um edition where they they bring in the boxes from the restaurants and everything there was one it was with um what was on it and lee was drooling over it remember last week's yeah i i know which one you're talking about i can't remember what um what it is that i know they did like a prosciutto with it yeah but i can't remember the rest it was it was like a i don't even was it a margarita with the prosciutto no 
No, it wasn't that. No. Anyway, we we have turned into a little bit of snobs because of Food Network. So ignore Lee. Just, you know. Whatever. Anyway. The, the Chicago style pizza. Gotta, gotta Dude, we saw an dish. episode of um oh god, there was uh, there was a, over about like hot foods, and there was um this place in Chicago that did this like level one hundred spicy type of pizza that was deep dish and everything, and with scotch bonnets and all with like that. scotch bonnets and all that. I was like, give it to me, death. Yeah, Lee will be dying later, sweating yep. to death. He'll be just sweat pouring down his face. Yeah, sorry, I'm okay with that. Anyway. All right, moving on. Next question. Well, last question for the Nerdquisition from Michelle Rossi. What is your favorite healthy gaming snack? Okay, that's a different one after, you know, we just talked about being fatties, but um, all right. Timer started. I'll go um, grapes, mangoes, like fruits, Um, actually celery with just like a fiesta dip or carrots. That's pretty much my main go-to for like healthy snacking. Um, nothing too much, nothing too extra there. Uh, Becky, um, I already have to say like dried fruit, so like banana chips or the apple chips or things like that. Those are even though they can have potentially a high sugar content, depending on what type you're getting. Um, in the grand scheme of things, comparatively to the pizza we were just drooling over, I would definitely have to say the dried fruits um, and veggie chips. Okay, right. Um, there's these things that um that the kids like the the veggie straws. Yes, yep. The veggie the straws veggie are gr- they're, they're the veggie straws, veggie chips. Those are great. Um, plantain chips for me. Um, so like the and then uh, I get these ones, and I need to try and see if I can go to like a bigger area. Like I know Utica has some of the the different like grocery stores and stuff like that that sell the Hispanic food. Um, but I want the bigger bags because the Walmart and like Hannaford, they sell the little bags of the Totones chips. Those yeah. are like, those are my favorite. And it's, it's kind of like, it's a chip, but it's kind of nutty. And it's mm-hmm. got like the right, like flavor of like the, the, like the, I don't know. It's like, so, like a little bit of salt and a little bit of garlic. And it's they're just so good. Is it so the Goya? Good. Yeah. The Goya ones, but yeah, like there's, um there's different brands, but yeah, but price dropper can get them, but it's always the small bags. Like yeah. where as where I grew up, like outside of Chicago, I could always go out and buy like the big bags. Um, the, the so the veggie straws, I tend to be more of a, a salty snacker, not so much a sweet snacker. Um, but if I ever do feel like kind of the sweet like trail mix and stuff like that, like I get the girls different trail mixes or like the dried fruits and stuff like that. So those uh, veggie chips, the ones that are not the sticks, but the ones that are rounded, I like to eat those with like a Neptune salad. Um, mm-hmm. so fun, fun thing I got to try. Um, I made, so I made a, a, a version of my queso with, with uh, ground chicken instead of the regular ground beef. And we had some cauliflower, like t- cauliflower tortilla chips, basically. Really? They were actually really good. Like kind of like a cauliflower and like, like nacho kind of thing. Yeah. Really nachos. There you go. Hmm. I'm, I'm not so big on the because I'm kind of like I'm used to what I'm used to. I don't like all this, you know, new stuff. But every now and then I, I'll get different things to try because of the girls and, and stuff like that. I like the lentil chips. Those are really good. I'm not a big fan of lentils, though. It doesn't taste like them. Really? They're really good. They're I may have really to good. And they, of course, because of being based from lentils, there's protein, like a good amount of protein. They're good. Trust me. I sat there and 
I devoured a bag yeah. by accident. And then not maybe kind of healthy because of the protein, but not so healthy. Uh, pork rinds. Charons. Oh, I love those things. Yeah. I know they're not exactly like healthy, healthy, but I love those things. But they're loaded in protein. Yeah, they are. But I love them things. Dude, I, I want to make like um, chicharron nachos. You've you've so missed sad. Lee. Next time I next time I can Lee, I'm gonna have to make some chicharron. I'm gonna have to give you some. Yes, I, I make chicharron. I make, nachos, I make chicharron whenever because I'll get like whenever I get a nice like uh you know a nice you know picnic like the picnic roast the shoulder. Sometimes yeah. they come with a lot of fat, and usually what I'll do is I'll just trim that yeah. fat off, and then I'll make chicharron out of it. And yes, I am ready for I it. Have to I have to make Lee some chicharron. <laughs> I have to be careful though because some of the seasoning I have to watch whether or not it has the gluten in it or not because you know they sneak that stuff in some Just of the basic salt and pepper chicharron is like good enough. Yeah, for yeah, it, I know, but I usually like to use my adobo and I gotta watch the adobo because you know the adobo is fine. Okay. The adobo so is fine. Or like you okay. could just like mix it with like garlic onion, garlic powder, onion powder, salt, pepper, cumin. Um he doesn't have cumin, I don't think. I can have cumin. You can have cumin? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying that's cayenne. A... Sorry. Yeah, I yeah, can't, do, can't have I cayenne. Can't do cayenne. No, cayenne to kill me. Please no. <laughs> Ways to kill Ray. Uh, somebody tried. Um, so I side note, I used to live down south and, you know, the crab and the, the shrimp boils and all that are really popular mm-hmm. down there. Yeah. Um, some places wouldn't use the cayenne. Some people, some people do. Found that out. I tried to have some and I almost died. <laughs> I was like, wait, does this have like, I was like, does this have peppers in it? They're like, no, blah, blah, blah. And then they're listing off what it has. And I'm like, cayenne, that'll do it. That's a pepper. Yeah. Cayenne is a pepper, people. Anyway. So. <laughs> All right. Anyway, enough of food overdrive. <laughs> because, Dude, I would totally know, do a food. We should totally we should do, do a food, food show. podcast. Oh, my I, God. I'm thinking about doing some cooking streaming. If I can get my kitchen is so small. Like if I could get a nice setup, like to get in my kitchen, I would totally. I'm gonna stream my. I'm gonna stream my cooking tomorrow. How about that? <laughs> when I'm out go. on the grill tomorrow. Oh, no, I won't. Lord. That's gonna be terrible. Anyway, head all mount. right. Well, that'll your head mount thing. <laughs> yeah, my my GoPro. I'll use my GoPro. That'll do it for this week's Nerdquisition. If you have a question for us, you know what to do. Tweet us at phx underscore overdrive. You can also email us at phoenixoverdrive at phoenixoverdrive.com, or you can post to us on our Facebook page, fb.com slash groups slash PO Nation. And don't forget about our Discord server. Hit one of us up for an invite. All right. Before we end the show, let's celebrate a member of our community in this week's edition of Pawn Stars. Pawn stars. All right, our pawn star of the week. I blame Ray for getting this ball rolling, but I want to give the pawn star of the week to James Summers and Aaron Paul for the memes, the bomb ass memes that were dropped in in pawn last week. Um those were ridiculous. I, I I give credit to their amazing Photoshop skills <laughs> that they uh, that they definitely put out there, especially uh, with Summers with what he did with the harp showing me as the maestro in the harp in space, um, and then Aaron Paul with <laughs> I love the Lord of the Rings one that he did. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. There that were some other ones too. Um, 
that that came out uh, a little bit on the uh, not so PG side of things, but I I truly did appreciate those. So um, any for anybody who participated in that, you know, kudos to you guys. I love it. It's fun. I enjoy it all. Um, and I promise I'll get more pictures of him this weekend. Plenty of pictures. So if uh, if we want to save a little gem, maybe for this next upcoming week of the Memorial oh Day meme edition. Of the maestro, this is Are we going to make that a weekly thing in Pond where it's just going to be, be maestro meme, the maestro meme, the maestro, meme of the week? yeah, meme the maestro. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm cool with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's it. Game over for now. If you enjoyed the show, hit like. If you did it, hit dislike and send us some feedback. You know what to do. Twitter under phx underscore overdrive or email phoenix overdrive at phoenixoverdrive.com. Do give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Overdrive, or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Again, PHX underscore Overdrive. Join our community page found at fb.com forward slash groups forward slash PO Nation, as well as Discord, where we discuss all the latest news and share all things nerd. Subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Phoenix Overdrive, or find us on iTunes. Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts. Just search for Nerd Overdrive. Please give us a rating, preferably five stars, as well as a written review. It will only help us grow. So thank you to our panel for your insight. For our game gurus, El Capitan, Rey Osorio, and the Queen of the Guild, Becky Rubin Navarro. I am your host and moderator, the maestro of the PC Master Race, Lee Navarro, with a reminder to always hashtag rise above. Nerd Overdrive, out. Later, guys. Bon voyage. Rise above. <laughs>